People who are listening to this podcast today might be wondering what I said, but a part of people might be smiling because they know what I'm speaking about. Before going into the details, let me introduce myself. I'm Sampurna Balde, uh, a guest for today's podcast. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, yeah, so this is kind of a new introduction, right? So this is, I think, something uh, you you might have not expected. But uh, in today's podcast, we actually have a guest. Yeah, I mean, if you remember, I was trying to search for a partner, which I apparently never got. But yeah, I just got a guest here. So. I, 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 this, this, all these South Korean fans. If you are listening to this podcast, we have Miss Sampurna Balde, who has basically lived most of your dream to live in South Korea. So let's welcome Miss Sampurna Balde uh, to this podcast. Welcome, Sampurna. Thank you, Akshay, and um, thank you, everyone who's listening to us right now. <laughs> So Sampurna, uh, before starting this podcast, uh, I mean, before starting to have a conversation, I actually want to, you know, thank you to even stay in connect with me. I mean, uh, just to tell you guys, uh, we we met at a very apparent or I mean, in a very coincident note. Uh, it was um, in June. in on 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 a dongdaemun station so as i said most of my incident happen on some kind of train station sampurna this is very common with me this shit happens to me all the time that you know most of my incident <laughs> are train stations so we also met on a train station because that was the only indian face i could find on the dongdaemun station in seoul in south korea and somehow we just uh, i mean i was trying to ask how to go and where to go places and we got into connect and uh, since june we have stayed in connection and this is it so this is my guest today a south korean not south korean but you are almost <laughs> south korean now right sampurna well well you can say like that because i've lived there I speak the language, and I've almost traveled most of the places that are like super famous in Korea. So yeah, you can say that in a way, mm-hmm. definitely. <laughs> so um, just let's let's get into directly get into it, right? Tell me something about mm-hmm. um, uh, about the K-pop, okay? Which about which everyone is interested. So tell me something about K-pop experience in. South Korea. Um. Well, I'm not really a K-pop fan because, like, I'm more of a person who likes to learn about a country's culture, history, and all that stuff. But yeah, there was this one concert I I have been to. Uh, it was like arranged by the Korean 
tourism ministry or something like that mm-hmm. and people went absolutely crazy when the bands came in i mean like you cannot literally feel or do anything you know there's just this sound shouts everywhere and the i mean the hand the what do you say the light sticks for everyone it's just like it's just a experience that you cannot just put into words you know you just feel like you're into a different world with different people people with different frequencies i mean like love or what do you say fan everything just means uh, something different in that when you go to a k-pop concert and you literally see them everywhere you go to a bus stop you see a nice commercial with a, a beautiful k-pop face you go to a store and then you see the transportation carts with bts faces on them and then it's everywhere literally when you go there exactly exactly but um, i mean uh, i have been around uh, what do you call the the hongdae university right i i've been just to seoul and i've been around the hongdae university and mm-hmm. uh, you know the whole vibe of youth there i mean the korean youth there and also there i think many immigrants uh, staying nearby for for education again because that's the university area but uh, mm-hmm. um, you know the whole vibe on the weekends where the kids are on the street dancing on the k-pop music and things like that so did something like this happen near your university as well or and did you take a part in any kind of any such kind of activity some, something like this used to happen i mean like uh like every university has uh, a nearby area like this but hongdae is different because like uh i mean like it's super popular for basking where people just dance for k-pop and not just like any other people people who are like instagram famous or youtube famous but like uh when you go to other university areas where you might see is just like people singing but it's not that popular like that of hongdae region i mean it's like super super popular and i never took part in any of those because i'm super super shy and and awful at singing dancing or any art in that you know of that form so yeah but yeah i i i'm like i i mean like i was a part of many um i was part of your section though yes wow wow that's great so can you tell me some of the great experiences i can hear some dog there but let's ignore guys let's ignore some dog barking in the background but can we uh, know about some of the most beautiful experiences that you might have felt there oh well i mean like experiences come in different forms like there can be a beautiful experience like you mentioned which can be of a scenery and then there can be a heart touching experience so like which one exactly do you want <laughs> oh my god so when you go to korea you actually get categories of experiences like even the good yeah. experiences come in category from maybe good to the best or great or mind blowing right so tell yeah. tell me one of the most memorable experience you had in 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 korea um one of the memorable one is the one that that's close to my heart is like when i went to busan with two of my korean friends uh-huh. and then we took the busan bus tour 
so and then we uh, we took the second i don't know how how do you how, how do people call it but it's the uh, second deck of the bus without a roof right upper, i don't know how to ex- upper deck yeah 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 that one so it doesn't have a what do you said the roof so it's just like open mm-hmm. so and then the weather was like super perfect on that day and the bus was just going around the busan or along the beaches and along the what do you say the long uh what do you say the long buildings the glass buildings yeah. and like it was like super perfect the weather was so nice everything was perfect and it was with my two best friends so yeah touring around busan was the best okay do you meet any celebrities there i mean the korean celebrities no i was too lost in my own happiness that <laughs> even if a celebrity passed in front of me i would have never recognized them i was that lost in myself and my friends and the happiness i i might be i might be racist here but i mean it's very difficult for me to like make faces apart i i used to get confused with people for me at least they all looked similar what was your case there i mean like uh for me i mean like if i took i mean like let me give some backdrop i actually learned what you say psychology before it was just a course and then well, why do we think that everyone looks similar is that we just look at the eyes and the lips of every people you know our brain normally get, i mean gets our focus on these two parts and usually okay. koreans have the same um eyes and i mean lips so that's the reason why everyone seems same but like when you focus on other features you can tell the differences apart so like when i went to korea i went with this thing in my mind that you know i need to focus on other features so that i can differentiate so yeah i mean like at times it was really difficult because like people were really similar not just because of the facial features but in the fashion sense as well you know korea is a, like a homogeneous country so you know if there's a fashion trend literally everybody follows it so everybody looks the almost same because of the fashion as well it's not being racist it's just they are too homogeneous compared to our diverse india that's why <laughs> my goodness and what about food tell me about food there where you where you find with the food because when i was there i was i i was i don't know what it is called uh, uh, there there's this barbecue place where you have the barbecue and the center of the table right and yeah. they, they get something made up of octopus i'm a vegetarian so i was totally out of it but they get something of octopus tentacles right which are which are actually moving live on the plate so like did you try it or or tell me tell me the food experience there um i definitely did not try that octopus thing because i've seen it on tv before and i'm not a great fan of seafood i'm and i don't like that i don't like it so but i tried all other uh, famous foods over there i mean like even if i'm indian i'm open to food so i tried beef pork and oysters shrimps yeah i mean the food in general i thought like koreans really eat spicy but like their spiciness is nothing compared to our indians i mean like they're just i mean their food is just too sweet for me even the spiciest one is like 
man, this is nothing. This is not at all spicy. And there, and Koreans just go hot eating it. You know, they just go red after eating that. <laughs> so, food wasn't a problem, but the level of spiciness was definitely. Oh. They say it's super spicy, and it's not spicy at all for me. My goodness! And even this, I know this. Some some of the salads, I I mean, I hardly know anything about that. But it's it's kimchi, right? The 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 salad you get it in the vegetarian as well, right? It it's yeah, yeah. It's, it tastes like like a bit sweet and spicy kind of kind of you know salad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kimchi was the only thing that I. I really ate when I crave something spicy because I think that was the only thing that's spicy that can be called spicy in Korea. So whenever I wanted to eat something spicy, I I mean I used to eat kimchi. Wow, okay, that's great. But uh, one more uh, thing, I mean because they, they are very proud of their food culture. I mean everybody is proud of their food culture wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have I mean I have some of the friends, some of the colleagues there. and they they say that they they practically don't like indian food that much because they are very proud of their food culture which is great i respect that fact but apart from that i feel they are very polite and very disciplined discipline is something i observed in each corner uh, while my time there so can you say something about the discipline did you like or i mean what are your experiences about their discipline I mean like uh, in general speaking about Koreans they are really disciplined and then they are really well mannered and they're really considerate and caring um, in terms of discipline I think uh, it's I mean like the most the most I mean like things I've observed is that the bus stop maybe like people how they get in to the bus with in a very disciplined manner or yeah or Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm never, I don't know, because I'm, I like, I go to the university and university is usually scattered. But yeah, other than discipline, I can talk about one special experience, mm-hmm. which kind of completely turned my views about Korean people. Mm-hmm. So there was this convenience store and I was running out of time. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have time for lunch. So I went into a convenience store called See You There. And I just picked something that looked nice to my eyes at that time. I didn't even read the what you said the label because I was too tired and I had to rush. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't even know how to you know make it because it was something I need to add something and then heat up in the microwave and do something. Mm-hmm. And I asked the one the cashier for the help. Mm-hmm. And despite he was having his lunch and he stopped it in the middle and then helped me out. Uh-huh. like did everything by himself and then I mean like just told me like how to eat and all that stuff wow. and then uh, I came da- I came out and then I was eat- I mean I was about to start and then he came running out and he stopped in front of me the cashier uh-huh. and I was like oh what did I forget this time or did I do anything wrong mm-hmm. and then he asked me the first question was like are you an Indian and I'm like why is asking me about my nationality i'm like i don't know but like i was like i'm an indian mm-hmm. and then he he started telling me that this thing whatever you're eating is pork i'm not sure you know that but uh if you don't eat pork you shouldn't eat this thing mm-hmm. and i was like no i mean like i'm fine with it but thank you for you know reminding me or you know t- 
telling me that because he I mean like I think like he doesn't have to do that you know mm. right. he doesn't have to care about that exactly. but then yeah I mean that was really caring and concerned of other people and their culture that really touched my heart exactly exactly I mean they win your heart I've I've seen this they have they are so polite uh, when they interact with you that uh, you know you don't if if some somebody is talking with me i always uh, in india if somebody is talking with me i always feel in my mind that this guy is an idiot uh, and you know he can he can trick me something or he's he's trying to sell me something off here or something like that <laughs> i mean this is what we feel here right if some random guy is talking with us but in in korea that's what i felt that uh, Uh, if somebody is talking the person is so genuine and so polite at least it feels so that mm-hmm. uh, it, it it feels very nice to talk with people there and i i uh, I, i just uh, remember this one thing uh, while we are talking about food they have some specific food timings right i mean they they pay ultra attention on what time they are having their lunch and at what time they are having their dinner am i right about this Yeah, I mean like it's just like from in from historical times they have the specific times by which they have to eat lunch or dinner so that they have like good digestion or that's good for health. So they usually follow specific times on when to eat. Yeah. Wow. 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 And also I I mean because we were talking about discipline, uh, one one of the incident which my colleague told me there she was a korean mm-hmm. she told me this incident where uh, mm-hmm. i mean uh, uh, the kids there generally the small kids there they are trained from childhood about being independent i mean independent in terms of discipline so for example if a kid uh, obviously if he is very small maybe one or two years then then that's fine if he, even if he makes makes some mess his his parents are there to handle it but if the kid is like 4 or 5 or something like that if he gets his toys out if he gets some mess done or something like that then he has to clean it up if he gets his toys out he has to keep the toys in their own places this is what she told me so this is how from childhood they discipline their kids to you know uh, you know clean up their own spaces and uh you know if you make some mess then you are the one responsible for that is it so i mean did you observe something like this um um i don't know exactly that i mean like especially if it's about children but if there's something i mean if there's a mistake they definitely own their mistake especially like when you go to a cafe if there's something in your or or something wrong in your order or you got something mm. i mean like there's something wrong the def- the people just come up to you and then they keep apologizing and then they try their best to you know correct it yeah i mean they're disciplined in that way if that i mean like it can be said i don't know but yeah <laughs> well, tell me about cuteness i mean i feel korea is all about cuteness right you go and train you see the the the, the whole you know the pink section uh, or reserved for you know the, la- the 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 ladies there or pregnant ladies you have a toy there in and e- overall i mean anywhere you go everything 
the design itself of things there seems to be cute and adorable so do you think like this is like a theme which runs all over the country that everything is basically in some or the other sense cute there um yeah i mean this is something i really observed while i was there i mean like literally you go anywhere you see this cute uh, what do you say cute icons or cute dolls i mean like even the i mean anything i mean like they use cute things uh, to represent anything even the metro station or the city everything mm-hmm. i think it's just the theme all over the country i don't know how it started but yeah they just like koreans just love cute things cute things everywhere everything that's cute that must be definitely be produced in korea <laughs> i also bought a tons of stuff that is like super cute damn damn that need and about yeah, yeah 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 i mean like even the mouse pad they even make it cute that i smile whenever i see it. it's it's just like it's a top of the, it's in the top wow. the cuteness wow wow and about i mean colors i was i was trying to talk about colors because you know in india we feel that we we are uh, diversified in colors our clothing and everything we have many colors we, we i think you must have noticed this as well we we wear all sort of colors and this is what i used to feel that uh, i mean we are unique in this sense that we have so many colors but uh, i mean being to korea i thought it would be like a black and white country or you know some some of the subtle colors but they have uh, some of the very great color combinations in clothing i'm saying their fashion sense because i mm-hmm. I, i was literally observing people there how well they are dressed i mean right from their you know the 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 top wear the bottom wear the the shoes the accessories the bag they are carrying the umbrella they are carrying everything used to match each other what am i wrong i mean this is what something used to happen right yeah i mean like they have the fashion for every season like since now it's winter most of the fashion is like white and black because of the puff coats and stuff and then when it's autumn it's mostly like warm colors and then when it's spring it's like super colorful but yeah they de- I mean like Koreans have the best fashion sense i mean literally everybody you know even the most ordinary person looks looks like super fashionable to our eyes i mean like they're i mean like they're just tamed in that way they grow up in a in a in a environment where appearance has the highest importance than anything else so that's why everybody is like super dolled up from head to toe like all everything matching and the one more thing is like the couples over there they always like wear matching outfits when they go on dates or something like that but usually the couples who do this matching outfit thing and it's really a big thing over there every couple will do that at least once in their whole lives if they're from korea for sure wow wow okay Okay. but they, the the couples there are mostly lovey dovey types right i mean i used to see uh, couples uh, going around they they always used to be lost in themselves because this one incident again from a train train station i remember that it was an evening time and i think the the couple was getting parted i mean the guy was going somewhere else and the girl was going somewhere else 
and i think for around 10 to 15 minutes they were just trying to you know absorb the whole thing that they are going in separate ways and uh, maybe they will see next day or next week they'll they'll meet again each other and the whole scenario of them getting separated it used to be you know the whole romantic thing where they used to even cry that the the guy is leaving or the girl is leaving and this wasn't something very rare this was actually very common every evening you see couples like this separating on the station am i right yeah i mean like if you're a single person and you go to korea to live there it will be definitely a torture for you seeing all these couples everywhere not just in train stations or metro stations literally everywhere especially in the universities i mean like i give i mean like this is my sincere advice like if you don't want your heart get I mean, if you don't want to get your heart broken or you know get jealous just don't go to south korea with your single <laughs> i mean like being a single person don't do that i mean like yeah the the dating culture in korea is really different i think i mean like from the rest of the world in a sense that like they're super clingy to each other they text all the time they i mean like they're on the calls on the time and then they always go together everywhere you know once they are in a relationship they have to go everywhere together and yeah they're the most lovey-dovey type and their own i mean they don't mind showing their affection in the public so that's why they're like always lost in themselves mm-hmm. and i think yeah and like most couples especially the ones who are like from the university Mm-hmm. they are super super clingy and the, i mean like they are the ones who you will be seeing mostly in the metro stations with the i don't know with the sad parting scenes even though they'll meet they'll be meeting the next morning yeah exactly exactly but i mean um just let's get on to maybe this is some some dark dark thing not dark exactly but uh, mm-hmm. i mean being so lovidavi and you know the whole uh romantic thingy but what do you think do you feel that the people that cheat on their on their partners is is cheating common there or you know double dating or something like that is it common in, in south korea i mean like i i have heard two different sides of the same thing like about dating and relationships mm-hmm. like one side is that like people are extremely loyal and like you know they're super committed to their relate I mean like to their partners mm-hmm. they're like that was one thing i heard and like like i mean like they're super lovidabi and they do all the stuff but on the other side i heard that like korean guys especially uh-huh. they cheat a lot i'm not sure like there's no statistics that confirm this but yeah i heard it from my korean friends Uh-huh. they definitely cheat a lot i don't know which one to believe but that's why that's why i'm just giving you both sides <laughs> my goodness but um, but you made good friends there right i mean tell me about the friends the experience making friends there was it easy for you or was it a quite a long of a long time uh, i mean in the beginning i mean like um how how should i put this koreans are definitely not open to foreigners i'm like it's slowly changing because like 
I mean, it's mainly the language barrier because not everyone in Korea speaks English, and even though they they are good at English, they just don't speak with foreigners because they're not confident and they're too shy. So that's the biggest barrier you'll find. I mean, like when you're trying to make friends in Korea. For me, the thing is like uh, when I wander, I mean, like I like traveling alone, so it wasn't a big big problem. But like I was in a Korean language class. And then there was this buddy program in our university where in which they pair you with a Korean partner. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I was able to make many friends, and I also participated in one of the English tutoring program, where when where you can just like you know that you just have some basic conversations with Korean students. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I was able to make a quite a, a good number of friends. But yeah, I mean, like if but if you genuinely give your best, I think you'll definitely make a lot of friends because they'll also put the equal effort. But yeah, it's it's difficult if you don't speak the language. This is for sure. If you at least you have to speak the basics so that you just keep the keep the conversation going on. Gosh, I mean, so making friends in Korea is is kind of a task. I mean, if you don't know the language. That's definitely a task, I think, right? But uh, yes. but uh, I want to understand, you know, the the local lifestyle, or maybe how the day goes there. Can you can you tell me about your day in 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 Korea? Um, my day was pretty much, I mean, like same every day. Like, uh, the classes used to be from eight to. 1 p.m. like they were the language course, like they were the intensive ones. So I used to wake up and like I used to wake up pretty late because you know we never sleep early. So I used to run to the class and then the cl- I mean like we used to have a class for a few I mean like for two hours and then we had a break. And in that break, literally everybody in the class goes to the convenience store nearby. And we buy breakfast there, you know, something, a juice, a sandwich, or something like that. And then we have a breakfast, mm-hmm. and then we continue with our classes. And then there's lunch break. Then usually how people do this is like they go to the I mean like uh, since it's COVID, mm-hmm. the what do you say the canteens uh, were closed, so most of us used to go to the nearby restaurants. And then we we have our lunch, and then we have a study session. People in South Korea. I mean, like the students in South Korea, they really study a lot, a lot, lot, lot. Especially uh-huh. when the exam season comes, uh-huh. you can literally see everybody in literally living in the library. Like I, I go to library every single day, and like whenever I go during the exam season, especially during the last weeks, for instance, I would definitely bet that like half of the university. Is just living in the library. They're literally in their sweatpants, and then they they eat their lunch. Everything like they literally live there. Mm-hmm. That's how they're super crazy about studies. Mm-hmm. And but like they also have this philosophy. I mean, like there's it's like their motto: work hard, play hard. So what do they do is like when there are exams, they really study super hard, and then when they have time, they really party really bad. So you know they keep a good balance of this. So that's something I really liked about Korean students that you know they 
do whatever required at that time and then yeah like uh, pretty much everybody goes to library every day even though they don't have exams but they just keep on doing other assignments i mean like the education is quite intensive there like they have their assignments projects and, and, and like they're be going every day of the semester so that's something and then in the evening they all go i mean like i used to go out for dinners mostly alone because i want to have some peace of time mm-hmm. and then i used to do my homework and then some online browsing and yeah but like when the weekends come i, I used to wake up in a wake up really early and then you know search for a nearby place or something that's really popular and then i, I used to go there it's like my tra- uh, every weekend is literally for traveling so that was my routine over there wow wow but uh, some more i want to ask this i mean on a reality basis do you <laughs> feel lonely in south korea i mean did were there times where it was like super lonely in south korea yeah definitely i mean uh, i don't know if it's just me everybody literally feels lonely in korea mm-hmm. because everybody just minds their own business like literally if you were to be crying in a bus or a subway station nobody even asks why are you crying you know nobody literally does that they just like leave it to your own devices so i mean like i want to say that people are literally in their own world when i mean like when they're on the subway or anywhere out so mm-hmm. that definitely will make you feel lonely mm-hmm. and also like at time i mean like when you i mean like even though you're lonely and you don't want you want to sometimes you just want to meet people of your own country mm-hmm. and you couldn't so that there are also sometimes that you'll definitely feel lonely uh-huh. yeah Bye. but you'll definitely feel lonely yeah 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 i've heard about this before as well i mean uh, as you said i mean if uh, if you have a partner or if you have a friend or something like that then that's smooth but i mean if you if you basically on your own there then it's it's kind of a difficult task i mean it's, it's, it's pretty difficult to you know to get through that loneliness so apart from this tell me some things you should never do in korea mm, this is quite hard because there are many things i mean there are not many things that you can not do in korea but i think the probably the one thing that comes to my mind right now is that you cannot speak about north korea or you know something that's that says you are supporting north korea it, i mean like you can talk about it but people don't really appreciate or they don't feel comfortable talking about that mm-hmm. so like i think you can refrain doing that thing and yeah and i think you cannot you cannot definitely sit on the the seat that are reserved for the pregnant woman i mean even though it's complete even though the train is completely empty mm-hmm. or completely packed that always stays empty so like when i mean like if you're a foreigner and you just don't know that and you sit on that people will give you a look that you probably will understand at that time <laughs> so that's something you can probably avoid mm-hmm. and 
but the people are rude there are they rude generally no 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 they're not rude to your face i mean like but they but sometimes they just you know they just see it see you with a look that says in, that says that you're doing something wrong but people are really really nice there I mean, like they're super polite i never met a rude korean person unless they are drunk <laughs> drunk on soju right yeah yeah oh, that's 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 something but yeah i think you had a pretty good blast uh, uh for your time in korea i mean you have lived a dream right i mean you have lived dream of half of the indian girls i think but uh, yeah that's that's great i mean for me uh, i don't think it was i mean i don't think it was a dream at that point of time i mean yeah uh, yes it would have been if it was like a few years ago mm-hmm. but like it was definitely a dream like experience and i i am like what you said is definitely true half of the indian girls would definitely die to be in my place <laughs> so that's that thank you so much thank you so much sampurna for taking your time and uh, coming on this you know sleepy podcast i mean half of the people are already slept i have already slept by now or i mean already bored or anything i don't know but uh, thank you so much actually for coming and talking about south korea and if possible for me i mean i'll keep inviting you again and again because i you know i don't have a partner i don't have anything so i might keep inviting you again and again uh, to talk about south korea or something like that i hope you'll be happy to come right i'm really happy that i'm doing this right now like i told uh, before that doing a podcast was on my bucket list even though i'm not it's not my podcast but i'm still a part of a podcast so i'm pretty happy about that and i'm more than glad to be on this on this podcast again and again i'm like really happy to share my experiences yeah great and also thank you so much for inviting me even though you know i might have sucked and i might have put half of the people to sleep but yeah thank you so much <laughs> that's that thank you so much thank you so much sampur and thank you so much guys for bearing with us and also one of the dog which was barking in the background so he was the guest as well but thank you so much for listening to us and uh, this was the episode 6 let's meet on the episode 7 and this is this is going good i think this is going good so thank you so much once again good night thank you Yeah, you, you you can say you can say thank you. You can say thank you so much for hearing us out today, and I hope you keep listening to to radical bad bad and like yeah, just keep listening. <laughs> thank you. Peace out, guys. Bye bye.